Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 585. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It is uh, Wednesday night, and I sound a little out of breath because I'm throwing out the damn garbage, and I got one of them long driveways, and I got to kind of, kind of uh, limp it all the way uh, to where my cans are. Um, we had a lot of garbage this weekend because we had, I mean, this week, because we just had a cookout. So, for Labor Day. So, we had a nice one, a lot of food. Um, just, and then, remember, we have three kids up in here. So, there's always, like, it's, it's always a lot of garbage, put it that way. There's always food packages and candies and, you know, uh, canned food things and, you know, so... Excuse me, guys. So if you heard that, I just told my garbage. My garbage put it this way. I can never. Every time it's garbage day, I can never just close my can. Like I look at my other neighbors, and everybody's cans are nice and closed. Not mine. My uh, my garbage can always has, you know, it's filled to the rim with bags, and then there's always another bag on top where <laughs> the lid stays open. So I remember um, years ago. Uh, I used to take, bring the kids out. Was it, well, did I have Santana? I think, I don't know if I had Santana if it, or if it was Erica. I don't remember. Maybe Erica. Um, and as I, I think it was Erica. And as I'm leaving, I'm looking, and I got, I'm looking at all this garbage in the street on garbage night. And I'm like, what the hell? So I'm thinking, raccoon. I haven't seen any raccoons in the neighborhood. I think my neighbor had a, a possum. Um, across the street somewhere. Um, <clears throat> but um, I didn't know what it was. I was like, what the hell, man? I'm, I'm out here, you know, it's daylight already. I already put Erica on the bus. Now I'm just coming back. There's a lot of traffic going back and forth because people leave my subdivision to go to work or take the kids to school and school buses. And now I have to be out there picking up, bending over, picking up all this garbage. You, know, you can't leave no garbage, guy. Even if shit don't belong to you, if you're picking up garbage and there's garbage, on the floor and it's next to you, you got to pick it up and put it in the garbage can, you know? It's for the sake of the neighbors, too. You don't, not just for the, like, the city people, you know, I drive by and check it. Because we don't have a HOA. There's no, um, uh, that, uh, whatever you call it, the HOA. So we don't, we don't, we don't have to pay any of that. So, but everybody pretty much uh, controls that, their neighborhood. They, everybody cuts their grass. Everybody keeps everything pretty nice, you know? Um... But yeah, so I had to be out there. But it was so funny because, um, excuse me. Um, so I, I uh, I'm noticing this garbage. Now this has not happened just once. It happened a couple of times, right? And I'm the type that in three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, 
if I get up, I have to use the bathroom. I always check my house. I always make sure my doors are locked. I make sure the windows are locked. And that's an old uh, New York mentality. In fact, when I was so funny, everybody used to laugh at me. Because when we first moved here, since all my windows were, you know, ground level, I used to put uh, metal knives, my, uh, my butter knives on the windowsill. So if anybody would try to get in through the window, those knives would fall and they'll make a ton of noise, right? And then finally, um, I invested in an alarm. And because I never had an alarm, so I never really even thought about having an alarm. And this place was not a bad neighborhood. It's just I'm coming with this, uh, this New York mentality. You know, and everybody used to laugh. <laughs> laugh. I remember my nephew Eddie used to come here. He goes, what the hell is that, your alarm? I said, yeah, man. He goes, yo, just get an alarm. I said, man, I want to pay $80 a month, man, for, for something that nobody's ever going to use. You know, it's like it's one of those things that, you know, if you don't get broken into and the people get caught, and you feel like you lost your money, you know? <laughs> so as soon as you get one robbery or one burglary that, uh, that gets, that goes south, um, then you feel like, oh, okay, it was worth it. But you know, that never happened, thank God, yet. But anyway, back to my story. So I get up to check all the windows and the doors, and I said, man, let me, let me step outside for a second. I just want to look at my garbage can, and man, the minute I stepped out, I saw the biggest dog. This dog was so big that he was able to, I have those big garbage cans. I don't have regular, you know, I have the ones that the truck comes and picks up and dumps. So I have those big ones that come in wheels, you know. This dog was so big that this dog was able to get up onto, you know, his two front legs onto the can, get his nose to pick up the lid and get his face in there to be able to rip open the bag, the top bag, because it's always food. Every bag we put in there is going to have food in it. Oh my God, when I saw this dog, I was like, I stepped out, I was like, get out. And he ran off. I was like, oh my God, like, this is never going to end. But then it just ended up stopping. I don't know if he just gave up on me. He got scared. He ran and Honestly, if he didn't rip it up and make it into a mess, he could eat all the garbage he can. As a matter of fact, I would have brought food out for him. That's not bad, but I, I don't think it's the food because I don't think he was a stray. I think it's a dog that just got out of the yard. A lot of them, that happens here. As a matter of fact, when you see people walking like to get exercise, they either got a can of mace or they got to stick with them, you know? Um, but I think they just, because they could do it, they go and they just rip and they, they smell different garbage and they, they kind of... They go in there and see what they can get. and uh, But uh, I don't think it was because he was hungry. They're just greedy dogs, you know? They're going to eat because they're like my dog. My dog, you know, it will freaking go outside and, and find, you know, we'll eat grass. And, and meanwhile, he's got all this great food in, in the house. Or I got fresh, clean water. I mean, this dog eats like, drinks like spring water. Sometimes I put a couple of ice cubes because she does. You say, oh, you don't need to put ice cubes. They don't like it like that. Ah. I've seen a difference. When I put a couple ice cubes in my dog's water, she like sits there, she'll finish the whole thing. It's not freezing, but it, I guess it's refreshing, you know? But she'll come out here and drink a freaking puddle, you know, with mud in it. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, does it have that kind of flavor? Is that why you like that? Like, what is it? Freaking dog. So but anyway, speaking of dogs, today um, is my dog Coco's birthday. I think she's seven years old. Yeah, she's seven years old. Um, 
And uh, Angel reminded me today and did a post for her. But uh, Coco, we never wanted a dog. Like when me and Angel got together, we had a couple of cats in New York because, you know, we lived in the Bronx and if there was any mice or rats. We, we, need, we need some help, you know? We got a we got a tag team. We got a brother sister uh, combination of cats, and um, and I remember um, I'm, I, I kept saying, "Man, I don't want a dog, man. I don't want no dog, man." You know, because I was like, "I'm gonna get I get hooked. I love animals. I really do. I love animals. I will not hurt an animal. I don't like to hunt. I used to hunt when I was young. I won't hunt. I won't throw rocks at animals. I won't." If I see a, I hurt anything, I'm gonna try to see what, even when I've caught mice, I have to catch them on the glue trap. And this is what I do. I know this is kind of messed up. I don't know which is more, less humane, but a lot of times I'll just take the trap, they're stuck on the trap, and I'll pick up the whole thing, and I'll toss it into my garbage can. Now this is my theory here. There's a way of getting out. Now if that, if that, if that mouse could get himself off that that off that um that trap, he'll be okay. In the meantime, like I said, there's a lot of food in my garbage. So he could probably eat, probably survive. Um he could probably survive, but um I just have a problem killing it. I don't want to kill it. You know, and even that bothers me. You know, I remember driving one time and a squirrel jumped out in front of me and I hit it. And it really messed me up. I had another time that I hit a deer and it got killed. It, 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 I killed it. And it really uh, messed me up. Like, I don't want to, um, I don't want to kill anything. I really don't like to kill anything. Uh, even bugs, man. Bugs, um, I like to toss them. We don't have roaches here, thank God, because roaches might have to stomp, but <laughs> I'd rather not. So I'm not tempted. We don't have roaches. We got spiders and if I see them in the house, I try to grab them, get them out, throw them out. I don't want to kill these things. If they're in, in a bad spot where I think they're just going to keep them, I might have to slam them if they're in my house, and they might be causing danger. That's different. Same thing with a, a snake. Now, if I see snakes on my property, there's a good chance I'm going to have to kill it. Why? Because I have kids. And I don't need to save a snake and then they bite me or they bite my wife or my kids or my grandkids. So it's gonna have to go. But I've seen plenty of snakes wild like out on the road and I would not run over them. I would, I refuse, I will not do that. So same thing with anything else. Um, I just would not do that. But um, but yeah, so Coco, um, I didn't want a dog. And my son always had this thing about getting dogs. He really wasn't a good dog owner. He just was not like, I don't know. I guess he was kind of rough. He didn't hit them enough, but he was kind of rough with them, the way he played with them. And, like, I just couldn't. I couldn't deal with it, and I, I didn't like it. And he would get, like, you know, pit bulls and boxes and stuff like, like that. And I was like, man, you know. And I remember there was one dog that he had, this little dog. dog. I think it looked like a chow chow or something. I forgot. I love this little dog. And he was like, that. you want it? I'm like... Nah, man, I want no dogs here because we travel and like, what are we gonna do? And and every time the time that dog, it was a puppy. Every time the dog saw me, it ran to me, and I would play with it. And I really liked this dog. And then one day, I drove over. Adam was around the corner at one of my houses. He was renting that him and his girl. And um, and I go over there, and 
I see a commotion in front of the house and this girl, the kids. I'm like, what happened, what happened? He goes, man, I forgot the name of the dog, but the dog ran out in the middle of the street and got hit. And I was like, oh my God, man. I felt so, so, I felt freaking horrible. I felt like I was, like I was, it was my, my fault. Like that dog was put, that all dog was offered to me and I turned it down. And that dog would have had a wonderful life because we're really good with Coco. I think about that now and I, you know, I, man, horrible, horrible um, feeling that I had. So then, um, I was one of the Rottweilers. Matter of fact, I got about six, seven books I read on Rottweilers. Like I really was thinking on getting a good Rottweiler and train it and this and that. And my granddaughter Santana had to be like, I don't know, let me see. So if he, she's seven and she's not, so Santana was like two going on three. And Santana came into the house with Adam, with my son. And she's like, I said, two or three years old. She had this little tiny puppy that she held. And she goes, yeah, yeah, she tells Angel. He goes, can you keep my dog here? Can my dog live here? Because they, where we live, they're not letting him, they're not gonna let my dog live there. So I'm like, oh man, I want no dogs, man. And Angel looking, he was, she was really, really cute. Like I got pictures of her. She was freaking adorable. And um, um, and I was like, no, no, no. Then Adam like, your pops, it's a Rottweiler. And I looked, I said, it's a Roddy? Yeah, look at him. I said, I say, look at her. I'm like, oh, wow. And I said, where'd you get it? Go, man, my, my, I bought it, man. I bought it. You know, my, my son always full of shit sometimes. He bullshit me. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, if you saw pictures of this dog, this dog was a puppy you would also agree that it was a Rottweiler. And when I took it to the vet, they believed it was a Rottweiler. This, I'm dead serious. So I said, all right, you know what, I'm gonna take the dog. I took the dog, I had a fix, I had a shots. Like I did everything for this dog we set up. We made this dog a part of the family. And I remember this dog just ended up, first Erica, Erica, um, was taking care of her in the beginning. But the dog would cry in her room and you know she was in a box. And after a while, the dog started spending time with me. Since I would get up early, I would get the dog because she'll be crying and I would bring her in the office with me and put her in a little bed and let her, she would play and stay with me, you know? So, um, so little by little, she started to get used to me. And I would take her and I would walk around the property with her and she would follow me. and. I would play with her outside and I would teach her certain things and give her treats and I'd play with a ball and all these things. And um, uh, as she started getting older, I started noticing her snout, her nose started to get longer to the point where no longer, she no longer resembled anything like a Rottweiler except her colors and, uh, you know, the markings, you know, she has all the markings of a Rottweiler. And so you could tell that the dog looks like she has both Rottweiler and something else, maybe something, I don't know, maybe a Datsun, something, but she's small. If anybody has seen my dog, matter of fact, Angel just posted a picture on her Facebook page so you could kind of, you could see that, you know what I mean? And um, see what she looks like. But she looked nothing like that as a puppy. So it was really, really crazy. But 
the dog became, I, I knew she had Roddy in her because I hear that they're very extremely overprotective of the family and, and she is. She's extremely overprotective. She um, doesn't like nobody come to the house. She, anybody who comes to the yard, if there's another dog on the property, like she wants to go out there and she does and she'll bark them until they walk away. And she'll look back at me as if to tell me, look, Pop, look what I'm doing. I got you, I got you, I'm telling you. And even though I can't chase her, I can't go get her because she just, she runs away from me, you know? So I have to kind of let her bark and then she'll come back in. But she ended up being such a huge part of this family and my life personally that I can't even imagine not having this dog. And I'll tell you, I, I mean, I hate to say this, we all know that the dog's lifespans are not as long as we would like. And maybe that's because we belong having multiple dogs. I don't know. And some people, I remember even Angel saying, you know, once Coco dies, I don't want another dog. And I'm opposite. I love the relationship I have with my dog. I love that. And I just love the companionship. She's in the office with me all the time. And when that time comes and she's no longer with us, I probably won't even go a week before getting another dog. I most likely will get another dog and I will get a tiny puppy, you know? And I like the girls. The boys are nice, but I like the girls because I don't know, they seem like they're closer to me. And I don't know if, that, if, that's, if that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? I don't know because I'm a guy and she's a girl, is she more attracted to me, like to be a part of me? You know what I mean? That's like they say, sons are really close to their mothers and daughters are really close to their fathers. Is that something? I don't know, you know? But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, so today was her, she turned seven and, um, um, I'm, uh, yeah, she's a few months, uh, older than King, our grandson, so, and, um, yeah, so, uh, but, um, yeah, man, so that's pretty much it, <laughs> so to bring that up, but, uh, um, other than that, everything else is good, guys. I got up this morning, knocked out another few thousand words for the new book. I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of excited about it. Um, it's kind of taking off, taking on a life of its own. I'm not 100% sure what direction it's going, but I, I'm glad I, uh, I'm glad I went that route. And you know, I know all of you guys who followed me, you know, a few months back, I started working on the play. I went back to the play. The play is something I, is a passion. But the fact that I had already mentioned the new book and I actually have it coming soon in the end of my last book, um, I felt compelled to get it done. I just could not get past it. And Angel's like, nobody's even gonna recognize it. People are not gonna even know. I'm like, it doesn't matter, I do, I know. I know that I put something out as coming soon and that's not coming soon, I'm working on something else I need to get that book. So what I learned from that is no dates and no pre-published, no pre-promotions uh, um, unless the book is basically in its final draft and all about ready to uh, publish. In fact, I probably will not ever, like it's really weird, like not mention the book is um, any dates of release or until it's really, really well, you know, in on its way. Now, I could talk about me working on the book. I could maybe, you know, go into that angle. Um, 
but um, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about any release dates or it even coming soon or coming this year or coming for Christmas or coming next year. I don't want to say that. So that puts me in a bad spot. So live, live and learn, right? So anyway, alright, guys, listen. Uh, let me shut down once again. Happy birthday, Coco. We love you. You are definitely the bomb, and I see you. You're watching me from the window, and I'm coming in now. <laughs> She'll stand by the window away from me. But, all right, guys, listen, I appreciate you as always. Thank you so much. Be cool, be safe, and until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.